Hey guys, today is our last episode before our holiday break and I know you guys are all busy planning your content strategy for 2021. That's why I thought it was the perfect time to talk about video marketing with Niali, a video content strategist. I hope you find it useful. Welcome to The Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Erica Peter, content marketing specialist, journalist, and founder of The Grind. So The Grind is a platform dedicated to millennial creatives and coaches. If you want to understand how to build a successful business, make sure you subscribe. Every week, I will interview millennial creatives and coaches, and I will give you marketing tips. So welcome to the family. Hello, Nia. Welcome to the Million Grinders podcast. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me, Erica. I'm super excited. Yes, me too. I'm really excited. I mean, you are an expert in video marketing. And as you know, videos are super important right now. They bring results. So I thought, you know, it was the perfect time to talk to you. So we have a lot of things to talk about. Yes. Uh, but uh, before getting started, I'm going to let you introduce yourself. Yes. So my name is Nia Lee. I am a PR and communications professional. Um, I have a passion for social media, passion for video, uh, just a passion for helping women-owned businesses, you know, just create unique on-brand um, and just memorable visionary content for their business through the power of social media. Um, I'm really big on, you know, showing up as your most authentic self, creating things that are, again, really on-brand and showcase you, you know, in the best way possible possible. Um, and so from somebody who, you know, was working in the PR kind of communications world and decided to not go the traditional route and decided to focus more on social um, and has had just a, you know, a plethora of different interests over the years of me just kind of being on this planet. You know, I was working since I was 14 years old. I've worked almost everywhere. And then, of course, having the opportunity um, to, you know, really build a brand on social media, something where people recognize me as this video content strategist, as this video expert, as somebody mm -hmm. who is this real person um, who you can get to kind of know before we even like fully get to, you know, fully get to actually have a conversation and connect. And so I'm all about just really, you know, being your most authentic self and just showing up. Um, in the best way, because I think more so than anything, and video has allowed me to do that so successfully. And so I am literally mm -hmm. giving proof to other people, you can go ahead and do this exactly too. But here are the steps, here are the tactics, here are the tips. And so I'm just super passionate about like, people just like showing up as their best self being comfortable, um, doing things in the most authentic way. And you know, just having fun with it more so than anything. That's like the number one thing is having fun with it. Yeah, I can feel it already. <laughs> yeah. Tell me something. How did you get into that business? Yeah, so I actually started my company when I was actually at a beauty bar. So I have a passion for beauty more so than anything. I wanted to be a makeup artist at one point. I wanted to be a makeup influencer, all the things. And so when I was doing that at the beauty bar that I was working at, I had been doing, you know, like social media stuff on the side, like management, content creation, all that, because I was really into doing it for myself. And I was like, I want to be able to do this for other people. Um, I did some events, uh, for, I did some social media management and stuff like that for events and stuff like that. Um, and so I was always kind of doing things on the side as I was working at the job that I had. And so I was working at the job for about a year now, I think, I, yeah, pretty much like a year, maybe a year and a half. I don't know. Time is going by so quick. Uh, but uh, when I got laid off because of the pandemic, obviously that happened in March this year, I had tons of clients who I kind of had like in my roster, but not necessarily like clients in my roster, but more so people who I just been connecting with on social media for like the longest time. So 
when I first started my job back in September of 2019, from 2019, September to, you know, this year, March, I had connected with so many different people. And when I kind of said, Hey, I'm out here doing this, or, Hey, you know, I'm doing all these things. It's like all these people had time now to invest um, Mm -hmm. in social media and video and all these amazing things. And it was just like, honestly, consistently from March, literally until now, I've had just like a plethora of different people who I've worked with. I've worked with people in the jewelry industry, um, women who, you know, are in service, women who do product. Like it's honestly just been a incredible journey. And I, when I started out, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to call myself. Like, I don't know if I was like content creator, like social media manager. I didn't know, but everybody would always refer to me as the person to go to for video or they were always like mm-hmm. that's the video queen or she's the video social media or something something in relation to video they always were <laughs> like this is who nia is you need to go follow her and talk to her and so the the term or the name video content strategist really was kind of like bestowed onto me and so i just kind of ran with it and it's just been an incredible journey and it's allowed me to do so many amazing things you know collaborate with brands um you know, recently I collaborated with Canva, which was like such an incredible yes. opportunity, um, you know, have a lot of podcast opportunities like this one, um, speaking, <laughs> it's just like, it's just been an incredible journey. And I haven't even been doing this super long, but I'm just really blessed and grateful for everything that I've had up until this point, because it's just literally been a ride. So tell me something. Uh, so like you said, your clients call you the, the video queen and so forth. And you know, for 2021, you have a lot of marketing experts who are telling people that they should invest in video marketing. But I feel like for the everyday solo entrepreneurs, they don't necessarily know what it means. And I wanted to know, according to you, why should solo entrepreneurs consider video marketing for their brands? I think it's so important, you know, for you, someone who's just kind of starting out, you know, as a solopreneur, as somebody who's still trying to figure out, you know, what does my business even mean to me, to other people as well? Um, I think it's so important that you tap into video because it's one of the easiest ways that you can really, you know, build that know, like, and trust really quickly with your community mm-hmm. and with your customers. Because now more than ever, especially with the pandemic, like people are looking for real, authentic people. They're looking for real, mm-hmm. authentic businesses. You know, we understand that not everything is going to be, you know, proper and not everything is going to be like the most high end, you know, set or the high end situation. We're just looking for those real moments. And so as somebody who is the face of your business, and I think it's so important as well, if you're just starting out to, you know, be out there and talk about your business on video, because you are just starting out and you have to kind of be your biggest cheerleader. You have to be your biggest, like, you know, you have to talk about your business as much as possible. I think it's so important that you do that. There's no such thing as being annoying when talking about what it is that you're selling or, you know, what is it that you're servicing? You have to be the one to be out here marketing yourself, you know, as much as you can. Um, obviously do it in a way that feels the most authentic to you and what makes you feel comfortable. But it's so important that they, yeah, you need to consider that video because that's just what everyone's tuning into. It's the reason why mm-hmm. Instagram lives are so popular now. I think like in the month of February, you know, live viewership like jumped up to like 70% because everybody was just like wanting to tune in and wanting to see people because they weren't seeing people in their regular day-to-day lives. And now with the launch of Reels and of course TikTok and all these other platforms where they're literally telling you like create videos, create videos, whether they're fun, mm-hmm. whether they're in- uh, informational or educational, whether they're entertaining, whether they are, you know, just kind of like making fun, like it's so important for you to tap into video and figure out what types of videos are going to be best for you. Keep putting out that content as much as you can and figure out, 
you know, what is it that my audience actually cares about versus what they don't, obviously making sure that you're looking into your insights, obviously making sure that you're looking, that you're listening to your audience as much as you can. Um, but I think it's so important as a solopreneur for you to consider video because you're building that know, like, and trust from the get-go and you have to kind of be the person out there talking about your brand and your business so much so that people are going to be engaged and excited. Cause they're like, you know, Erica's always talking about like her business or she's always talking about something going on or she's always showing behind the scenes or mm-hmm. she's doing something. And that really makes people just intrigued with you and your business and everything you got going on. So if you're a solopreneur and you're considering video or you're not really sure how to about how to go about doing it, I highly suggest that you just at least try, put something out there, see what's kind of trending, see what's kind of viral even, and make a decision, you know, okay, and say, okay, I see what's happening. How can I put my own spin on it that's going to highlight my business and my brand in the best way possible? Uh, So, you know, you've been talking a lot about being authentic, and I feel like it's one of those subjects that people keep on hearing about, but they don't necessarily know what it means. How can a solopreneur be authentic on social media? Yeah, you know, I think when it comes to authenticity, it really just comes to, you know, what are you comfortable with? What are you confident, you know, coming on the stage and doing so? I I have this phrase where I say, um, you have to claim your stage and build your authority. And claiming your stage really just means you getting super comfortable in wherever it is that you are, whether you're filming, um, whether you're, again, doing a live, um, you have to be super comfortable in where you're at. So whether you're at a desk, mm-hmm. whether you're on the floor, maybe if you've, you even if you're situated on your bed, because I've seen people do honestly everything, it really just comes down to you, again, being super comfortable at where you're at. And then, of course, building that authority, which is like, being out there and again, talking about your business, providing education, providing value and doing it in a way that just feels natural. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think people, people get really like up in arms about like what their video needs to look like, what it needs to sound like. You know, I don't have this high tech, this, this high tech DSLR. I don't have the latest iPhone. Like I'm behind Mm. it. it, All these schematics don't really matter in the grand scheme of things. The authentic videos that people are really drawn to are just people talking, are people being confident in doing so wherever it is that they are um, and doing it in a way that at the end of the day, doesn't make me feel like, you know, it's about, I'm not saying for you to like go out there and tell everybody your life story if that's not what you want to do. But if you are honest about your journey, if you want to vocalize that, if you want to talk about, you know, why you started your business in the first place, if you want to thank your community for consistently keep supporting you, like that's being authentic because you would normally do that anyways, because you are so appreciative of people regardless. And maybe you do want to welcome people to your community as well too. And so when you're, the conversation of authenticity just really comes down to, you again, just, it's very cliche, but you just being yourself and knowing Mm -hmm. that if you're confident in whatever it is, whether you're dressed up or whether you're dressed down and whether you realize that the message that has to get put out there is so much more important than all the other things you have going on. And so knowing that, knowing that you have an important message, knowing that you have a particular, you know, thing that you need to get out there to people and so on, that's what people are looking for. They're looking for you to be real. They're looking for you to be vulnerable. They're looking for you to be, um, you know, talk about your wins, but also talk about your losses as well too. Um, The social media has always been this highlight reel. We've only shown the best moments. And I think now more so than ever, we're realizing that, 
you know, we can be vulnerable. We can be honest about how we truly feel. Uh, we can have an opinion and it might go well with people or it might not. It's standing in that regardless and knowing that, you know, you are who you are. You are who you say you are. If I see you show up one way, I'm going to I'm going to assume that you consistently keep showing up like that. But if you're not like I'll give you a prime example. So I'm somebody who when I show up, sometimes I might be done up in, you know, makeup and all that kind of stuff. But other times I'm not other times I'm not even like wearing, you know, a decent top. I'm just kind of maybe wearing, you know, sleep clothes, let's just say. But I don't let I don't let that get in the way because I have a bigger mission and I have a bigger message that needs to get put out regardless. And sometimes we think, oh, you know, I'm putting out all this pretty content and people are going to respond to that. But you'd be surprised, like the more laid back and the more like honest and the more like yes. you are, people are just more drawn to that at the end of the day. You know what I mean? It's like everyone's tired of the filters. Everyone's tired of everything looking so perfect. We really just want to like scale back and like have a conversation and just be real. Um, and so I show a balance of both of those so that regardless if you're meeting me for the first time or whatever, you get a sense of kind of who I am from the jump. And I've been really lucky that I've been able to put out that authentic content as much as possible. You know, I walk the talk or talk the walk, whatever the, the phrase is. And I'm very comfortable in who I am that I can just speak and I can just have a conversation and I can just be myself on video and whatever that looks like. And my community is like very accepting of that and will respond to me in that way as well too. Um, and they know, they know me and when I'm not feeling my best or when I am feeling my best or so on too. So I think it's also important that you show those moments so that your audience just gets a sense of just who you are because we're all human at the end of the day. Like we can't, exactly. have every, we can't have everything be perfect all the time. And I think again, with the pandemic, that's really allowed a lot of people to just open up and just say to yourselves, like, look, I'm, I, I just saw literally a post two days ago of like somebody who I know who she had a post, it was decent. And she was like, look, I've been having a really tough week. And she spoke about how her week was tough. And so many people resonated with that. You know, yep. so many people are just like tired of everything being so happy go lucky because we're it, we know life is not like that. <laughs> so it's it's not like that at all. And so I think more so than now than ever, you really have the opportunity um, to be that vulnerable human being that you've been always wanting to be, and just see how your audience responds to it. Yeah, exactly. And I always say, you know, people connect with people. You know, they oh, yeah. they want some real connection. Every time I talk about flaws, every time I talk about imposter syndrome, all those things resonate so much with people just because they're going through that every day. And also they feel like they are acknowledged. You know what I mean? So it actually makes a lot of sense what you're saying. But to be more specific, since you have different clients and you know that people really need to understand the value of investing in video marketing, what kind of results have you noticed with your clients once they started investing in video marketing? Yeah, I mean, tons of my clients, you know, they, they've really just been able to to see their audience, you know, just kind of skyrocket, you know, whether it be within engagement, whether that be through, you know, sharing that content, um, whether they've gotten opportunities, you know, to do podcasts or do speaking, um, having their content also be noticed by bigger brands, having them, you know, having them having the opportunity to collaborate with huge people who they probably never thought they ever would have collaborated with. And it was all because they chose to just use video to get their message across or create content that, mm -hmm. you know, really had them um, showcasing who they were and who their business was. Like I just recently had a client, um, one of mine, she's actually uh, within my membership, my social savvy membership as well too. 
Um, and we had a reels challenge in our membership, a five days reels challenge where they each had to create a reel, um, within a particular theme and she won the challenge. And we actually did a uh, one-on-one session together where I audited her account and we built out her content strategy and the content strategy was to include, you know, a lot of videos, uh, particularly, and she's also a beauty brand and was selling product during the black Friday season. Um, she had a goal of 5,000 bucks. She made that plus an extra 2K and ended up making 7K that month. And aside from, you know, the monetary value, she felt so more, she felt so confident in her ability to create videos. Her creative juices consistently kept flowing because she was like, I love seeing the results here. What can I do as well to keep creating this content as well? Also, just had somebody in my membership as well, too, literally tell me that after all these videos, once she joined, she felt like all this excitement to keep creating videos. She was learning all these pointers um, and she was actually able to land her dream client who saw how she was creating all these videos and was like, I love what you're doing. How can we work together? And so with videos, I say to a lot of people at the end of the day, like, you're not just going to put one video out and see results. That's not going to happen. You have to consistently keep putting out content, seeing what your audience really is receptive to, keep creating that content and know that people are making the decision to work with you literally just by looking through your content, literally by looking at everything that you've done. And so results, whether it be monetary, whether it be you know landing your dream client, whether it be landing a dream speaking opportunity or, you know, getting the opportunity to be noticed by a bigger brand, all of this stuff comes from your ability to be consistent in what it is that you're doing and do it regardless of how many people are liking or commenting or so on. It, it matters because you have to know that this video stuff is like a long game. Like, no, like you're going to put things out and you're like, oh, no one is responding to it today. But two days from now, who knows? It might have the opportunity of going viral. You know what I mean? There's no guarantees for any of this. The algorithm is consistently changing by every second, every minute, every hour. So you have to know at the end of the day, if something is exciting and something's new, let's capitalize on it. Like Reels, we all know. Reels, at least at the top of the time when it came out, I think it's still being leveraged You know, quite huge right now. But when it first came out, I knew a lot of people that were very reluctant to it, didn't really get into it as well too. I was even kind of reluctant to it because I wasn't sure. And I was like, this is literally the exact copy of TikTok. But Instagram made a decision to push that type of content. And now you have tons of people who have grown their following, who have made the decision now to just honestly only post reels because they realize the the reach is incredible. And so Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you have to know that those results that you're looking for with your videos, you know, the quick little vanity metrics, like the likes and all that kind of stuff, like that stuff is cute in the beginning, but what really matters is you got to put videos out there that best represent your brand that really showcases you as that expert that really showcases you as, you know, you know who you are so that when someone's making the decision to follow you or anything in relation to that, they get a sense of who you are and they're like, okay, yeah, I want to book a call with her. Or yeah, I want to work with her. Or I see she created this video and it resonates with me so much. How can I, you know, how can we collaborate? How can we make this happen? And so that's really pretty much what it is. It's all these opportunities, even, you know, that I've had the opportunity of getting. It's honestly because I just did the work. I just put the content out there. It's there for you to learn so much now that when people ask me questions about anything, they're like, hey, what apps do you use? Or hey, how do you do this? Or so on. I just direct them to videos at this point because I have the video, like the, the content's there. So it's really about like the long game and those longer results and knowing that you've solidified yourself as an expert and an authority so that 
when it comes time for someone wanting to work with you or hire you or book you for anything, they already get a sense that you're able to deliver that content because they've been seeing you do it on a consistent basis. Okay. Um, so earlier you were talking about TikTok. Um, and one of the things that I guess skyrocketed, you know, during the pandemic is actually TikTok and their short form videos and Instagram copied it. And, you know, Nowadays, you know, like you say, they are super popular, you know, those short form videos. I was wondering, do you think that short form videos are the way to go for entrepreneurs or should they keep on producing longer videos? Should, should they do both? What, are, what is your take? I think you should be doing both, but know that the short form videos are what people are really going to tune into the most. Like your, your job with a short form video should be to hook somebody. It should be to get somebody engaged with you, your product, your business, anything. But know that the long form videos are really where you get to solidify, you know, your expertise. You know, it's why people go live for 30 minutes to an hour or it's why Instagram is now pushing IGTV series because they want people to be on these platforms longer. Um, mm -hmm. And in a way, it's kind of sort of copied YouTube a little bit as well, because on YouTube, long form videos are like what everybody does, you know, especially like creators that have been quite seasoned, you know, they do long form videos, they do up anywhere up to like a 10 minute video on YouTube is short, like anywhere between like 20 and 30 minutes, depending on the creator, they will put that content out there. Vlogs as well have been really popular as well, too. So long form yeah. vlogs are really are really exciting. So It all really depends. Like, I think you should be doing a healthy amount of both, but know that the short form content, like the reels, like the TikToks, they do have to be quite engaging and they do have to kind of, you know, hook people in, you know, you're not supposed mm -hmm. to, you know, give all the information in the reel or in the TikTok. Your goal is to just create something exciting and dope so that people want to make mm -hmm. the decision to click into your profile. And then they might make the decision to check out your long form videos, you know, like your vlogs or your IGTVs or your lives or anything in relation to that. Mm -hmm. I think a healthy amount of both is going to be great. But I think if you're just kind of starting out and kind of want to figure out, you know, your mojo with everything, then start off with those short form videos. And then when you slowly but surely start to build your audience and your community, then start tapping into those long form videos, um, you know, as much, but definitely a healthy balance of both, um, just to kind of, you know, get your feet wet in that world, because both are going to be very important. It just depends on what is it that you specifically want to say with the short form video versus what is it that you want to say with the long form video? Okay. And actually, do you think that anyone can become comfortable, but also a good communicator in front of the camera? Uh, yeah, I definitely think anybody can do that because at the end of the day, you know, nobody starts off being an expert. Nobody starts off, you know, knowing everything. You have to put things out and see how your audience reacts or even just look back at what you've been doing in the past and say, mm, I didn't really like how that looked. So I'm going to go ahead and create and, you know, set up my, you know, have my setup a different way, or I'm going to make sure that the lighting looks a particular way the next time. And when it comes to you being in front of the camera, there's a few things that you definitely should ensure that you, you know, have ready to go and uh, say to yourself, okay, like, okay, if I'm going to be in front of the camera, then I need to look a certain way. Or if I'm in front of the camera and I know I'm going to be talking for long periods of time, I'm going to make sure I have my water by me, or I'm going to make sure I have chapstick by me, or I'm going to make sure that like, I, I, I'm set up for success so that I feel very comfortable in my space. Like I'm really, really lucky that when I was kind of starting out with video, I had a little bit of a setup. I had a chair, I had a ring light. I felt comfortable. Now I'm at a point now where I have an actual desk and I have a little setup. I've got a tripod. I've got all these things. 
And so it's about leveling up every single time and knowing that you're not always going to feel, you know, comfortable in the beginning, but you have to put things out. You have to kind of see how things look. You have to see what your audience is saying as well. And if you're getting really good feedback or really good engagement, or you're even liking the stuff that you put out consistently, keep doing that. And slowly but surely, again, you will evolve because if you, anybody, if you go to your favorite creator right now and scroll all the way down and see what they were doing <laughs> like years ago or months ago or whatever, <laughs> you'll see that things were different. They probably didn't feel the most comfortable. They were like, oh, you know, and they'll probably cringe a little bit as well too, as we always do. But we all start from somewhere. We all start from humble beginnings and nobody starts out being the most confident, most everything in front of the camera. It's really something that you got to practice with consistently and keep, you know, leveling up and keep elevating every time. Yeah. Practice make perfect. Absolutely. <laughs> so what advice would you give to an introvert? Yeah, I would definitely say to somebody who's introverted, like I would say, you know, start creating videos if you can, like don't start out right the gate, you know, doing an Instagram live or going live, you know, that might not be the first thing that you want to do. But start mm -hmm. creating some short form videos, you know what I mean? Start actually, you know, when people are DMing you or anything in relation to that, instead of sending them, you know, a text, maybe send them a voice note, maybe send them a quick little video reply as well, too. You have new followers coming to your page, definitely maybe send them a video reply and just say, thank you for following me. You know, it doesn't have to be anything super elaborate or over the top. You just have to get confident enough to, to start doing it, you know what I mean? And doing it in like a DM or doing it to a new follower is not... You're not putting yourself out there all the way, um, but I think it's so important that you start at least doing little things here and there, just so you start get just so you get comfortable in that world. Because talking to a camera and trying to be this most exciting, engaged person is like it's literally an art. Because like you have to, <laughs> you you have to when someone's looking at your video, they're looking at your video like you know they're looking at you. They got their their phone in their hand. So you as the person in front of that camera, essentially, who's talking to nobody, you have to kind of be this excited, really energetic, really entertaining person. Yes. And the only way you're going to get comfortable doing that is if you just start doing it. You know, you just got to start putting that out there. Start creating those little short form videos. Um, if you're not super comfortable with being on camera from the jump, then maybe you start doing some voiceover videos as well, where people at least get a sense of who you're, you know, who you are, your voice, you know, the way that you talk, you know, the way that you put the, that type of content out there. Um, but I definitely think, you know, practice makes perfect when it comes to being in front of the camera. So I know there are tons of introverts that I know that are quite successful and do lives and, you know, show up on video as much as they can, but they do it at their own pace and they do it, they do it in a way that makes it co comfortable for them and they don't do anything that's going to make them, you know, uncomfortable essentially. So that's why I think, think it's so important that, you know, you're confident in whatever it is that you're currently doing, whether you are confident doing a voice note, whether you are confident, you know, having lighting in front of you, maybe you feel a lot more comfortable, you know, doing your video content outside with natural lighting. It really just depends on how you set your stage and how you say to yourself, okay, I'm going to go ahead and do this. I got to do it on my own terms though, because if I don't, then it's just not going to be me. And I don't want to put that out there. Um, but know that you you have to start. You have to eventually start and you can go little by little. Okay. And do you actually think that it could help them to script their videos? Um, yes and no. So I'm a really big proponent on, you know, not necessarily writing out a script, but, you know, having talking points that kind of go in order of what you specifically kind of want to say, because With a script, you feel sometimes really stifled because you're like, ooh, I didn't say it that way or, oh, like, you know, this doesn't really go with necessarily what it is I want to say. And yes, 
I'm trying to get all these talking points out, but it's just not flowing. And so for you to kind of get over, you know, this whole like feeling the need to have structure, because when we're creating these videos for social media, like they need to be conversational. Like they shouldn't have to feel like I'm reading, you know, an audio book or something that just like very like, you know, you know, there's a step by step by step by step by step. I think it's so important that you create conversation and it should feel like when I'm watching you on video that you feel comfortable, that you feel confident in what it is that you're saying. And, you know, you can tell somebody who looks like they're kind of reading off a script or someone who's trying so hard to like go on to the next point versus somebody who just like conversational, like everything kind of flows. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's important that you not necessarily have a script, but necessarily have talking points um, that will allow you to reference back to whatever it is that you specifically want to say. And then all the other things naturally will come through. And I also think it's important if you are necessarily going to have a script or talking points or anything like that, get familiar with what it is that you're going to talk about before you even press you know, that filming button, you know, every time that I jump on camera, or I find myself messing up or anything in relation to that, because I'm like, Oh, my God, I'm trying to say something, but it doesn't flow, then I try to rationalize it and just talk about it before I hit record. So that as soon as I hit record, I can kind of just jump right into it. And I can start talking and it'll be natural. And I have and I'm getting my talking points, or I might not get all of them. But at least I know whatever I'm saying is quite natural. And it's going to get me from, you know, point A to point B and point C. And then I feel like, okay, like I get the groove of this as well. When I create videos, like I rarely ever have like existing talking points. I'll just like, if let's just say I created a video, like five ways, you know, to use video on social media, you know, or to use video in 2021, I nine times out of 10 won't have like additional script on top of like the five different ways. So let's just say one of the ways is to use reels. I won't necessarily have other talking points to talk about reels. I'll just specifically say, this is why you need to be using reels, or this is, you know, the important thing of using short form video. And I'll just go into my point because I don't necessarily think it's important to have every little thing that you want to say. Social media really like people really blossom on this platform because it's so like conversational and it's so natural. So I think having the talking points is a great place to start, but the need for a script, I mean, personally for me, I wouldn't necessarily say it, but I think just having those talking points is just going to be your best bet. Mm -hmm. It would look more natural. Um, you know, you've been talking about the fact that people connect with people and they need to get a sense of who you are. What do you think about videos where people don't show their faces? Um, you know, I can't even hold you. I know tons of people who, you know, don't show their face ever and have incredible, incredibly successful careers in the space of video. Like on YouTube, mm -hmm. for example, there's tons of people who I watch who never show their face and they just maybe show a voiceover or they'll show clips of other videos and they'll put it together. And that's really like an editing thing, right? That's why when you create videos, it's also important that you get really comfortable with editing because those literally go hand in hand. You could create something one way and then edit it in a whole different way. And your video is like mm -hmm. the most is the best thing in the entire world. And so when you don't necessarily show your face, um, you know, again, you really have to like, if you're not going to show your face then you really have to make sure that your editing is like on point, because at the end of the day, so many people are showing their face and people are getting to know people and people are getting to know you. So if you're not going to do that, and that's a choice that you can choose to make, then you have to say to yourself, okay, how can I spruce up my content to make it super exciting? Or if I don't necessarily want to show my face and talk about my product, who can I get to talk about my product and show their face? That's why, again, it's mm -hmm. super important to partner. If you'd like to just say if you're a product-based business, 
it's important to get other people to talk about your product just as much as you talk about it. But if you don't necessarily want to be the face of your business, then you have to find people who are comfortable with that or collaborate with people who can help bring your message to the forefront. Because at the end of the day, the people that are showing their faces, you know, do have the opportunity to build that know, like, and trust quite quicker. But I know people that, again, who've never shown their face a day, like literally since I've been connecting with them and they're out here being successful and doing their thing. But there's other things that come in lieu of that. It's the fact that they, you know, post a lot more consistently or the topics that they mm-hmm. talk about are what people actually want to hear or, you know, they edit it with different clips um, and high quality clips that make it exciting to watch the video and all these other moving parts to it as well, too. So I definitely think you, you'll you be successful not doing it, but you'll probably grow a lot quicker if you do. Okay. You know, you've been talking a lot about consistency. I'd be curious to know, how do you define consistency? Because some people would say, you know, you have to post every day. Others would say, you know, like at the very least three times a week. How do you define consistency? I define consistency as what it is that you specifically are looking to accomplish in your business. If you want people to know about your business and you want it to be something that people are aware of on a daily basis, then you need to be posting every day. If you're somebody that is doing this on the side and you have a full-time job and you're just kind of looking to do this, you know, to get some coins every now and again, then you might not want to post every single day. Maybe you want to post three or four times a week. It all really depends on what it is that you actually want. We all know the more people put their content out there, the more essentially the algorithm kind of favors you and your content will come up a lot more versus other people. So it's very important that you say to yourself, what is it that I'm actually trying to accomplish? Do I want to become a household name? in my space? Mm -hmm. Do I want people to know my business like the, you know, the back of my hand, then I'm going to put out a lot more content so that you know that if I'm kind of cool with not always showing up all the time on social, and maybe I want to show up every other, you know, every other day just to kind of be here, but not like be in everybody's face, then I might not want to post every day. But you got to say to yourself, what is it that I actually want? Do I want to build a reputable brand? Do I want to be a household name? Do I want people to refer me as, you know, XYZ? And then you say to yourself, if that's what you want, then you got to be consistent in doing so. And consistency, again, has nothing to do about you posting seven days a week and calling it a day because you could post seven days a week and then the next day and then the next week not be able to do that at all. And that's just going to make that's going to give people the impression that you're inconsistent because it's like she came, she came, you know, every day last week and was posting seven days a week and I haven't heard from her in the last three weeks. That is going to build dishonesty and distrust in your brand a lot quicker than you making the decision to post twice a week, you know, for an entire month. And be honest with yourself. If you can't show up every single day on social media, then don't show up every day on social media. But find ways that you can input content or create co- or create videos that are going to be the best represent rep- the best representation of your brand. So that if you're not posting seven days a week, your audience still feels like they that you have a pulse and that you're here. Versus other people who post every single day, you know, sometimes even twice a day because they're trying to build a reputable brand and they want to build their following and they want to build that rec- that recognizability through everything that they're doing. Um, and so it, that's what it really just comes down to at the end of the day. When I first started, I pretty much I think I posted almost every day because I wanted mm-hmm. to put content out. I wanted people to know who I was, um, even though I had a job, even though I had a job and I was, you know, cool and I didn't really need like the extra cash. I was putting content out every day because I really wanted to to let people know that I was serious about this, you know, and then that slowly but surely trickled down to three days a week. And that slowly but surely trickled down to like twice, you know, twice a week because I'm doing other things. But my audience knows when I'm putting out content, 
it's good stuff. It's not going to be like, mm-hmm. it's not going to be a fluff piece that you're like, damn, like she only posts two day, two times a week and this content's not even good. It's like, no, when I come to the scene and I post, it's good stuff because my audience knows that I'm busy doing other things or they see me in my stories or they see me jump on a live or such. So it, it's not like I'm not out here. It just means that I'm not maybe posting, you know, as consistently as I once was, but you know, when I come through, it's going to be something good that you can take and that's going to be valuable and you can now use it for your brand. You were talking about, uh, you know, the fact that you're showing up on your stories. Um, how important are stories according to you for an Instagram page? I think it's very important. Your stories are literally a window for people to openly go into and learn more about you and your business. And your stories don't have to be this perfectly curated place like your feed is. Like your feed is what, like I always say your feed is kind of like your portfolio. Like when people come to your feed, they get a sense of, you know, who is she? Does she have, does she have photography? Is she doing reels? Like what's her content looking like? Like what's kind of like her brand? And then her stories, you know, or anybody's stories now can be a place where I can see behind the scenes. I can see you, you know, talking about your business, or I could see you out here doing other things. I could see you, you know, maybe hosting a Q&A. I can see you maybe like doing other things that don't necessarily have to be this perfectly curated, you know, content. And it doesn't have to be anything over the top. Your stories can literally be whatever it is that you want. That's why they're called stories, because they're supposed to be a window into kind of who you are, you know, your business, you as a person, your family, like all these things. And so that's what I really think is super important for you to tap into stories as much as you can. Um, honestly, tap into all types of videos as much as you can. Like, I don't think you should just play one game. Hel- do a healthy amount of everything. Do a healthy amount of stories. Do a healthy amount of lives, reels, regular feed posts as well. Um, and also IGTV as much as you can. Dabble in everything. Okay. And actually, what are your tips, you know, to level up, you know, whether it be stories, reels, or any type of videos? Yeah. So I definitely think whenever you're posting any sort of video content in general, you know, always kind of make sure that you're putting out quality video content. Like we know people who, you know, create quality videos versus people that don't. And why we're attracted to quality videos in the first place is because they put that out and whether they're using their phone, whether they're using a DSLR, whether they're using anything to record, I think it's so important that you put out high quality content because again, that's what people are going to be into. Um, I think as well, when you're leveling up your content as well, whether it be videos uh, for your feed, for your stories, for reels, for IGTV, make sure you always add some sort of a caption or subtitle or like anything in relation to that because a lot of people are not watching videos with the sound on like it's just that's just the name of the game so making sure that you have captions making sure that you have subtitles talking points anything on the screen that gives me an indication of what it is that you're talking about so let's just say I can't listen to it because maybe I'm at work or maybe I'm somewhere where I literally can't have the volume on or maybe I forgot my headphones I need to still be able to, yeah I need to still be able to tap into whatever it is that you're saying and people who don't have that it just makes me want to just skip over to the next thing because it's like I can't engage or I can't understand what's happening because there's no text there's no anything and I know it definitely does take quite some time but I'm not necessarily saying for you to type out everything that you're saying I'm saying to just you know highlight the main points that you're trying to say within that story and then if somebody wants to you know tap in even more to what it is that you're saying you know they can you know listen to it in its entirety 
Or again, I also think it's super important that you have some sort of a call to action with your videos as well. So after every video that you do um, near the end, you know, whether you're telling somebody to book a call with you, whether you're telling them to DM you, whether you're using, you know, let's just say engagement stickers or engagement tactics by telling them to comment below or telling them to swipe or answer the poll, anything in relation to that, that's going to continue on the conversation. That's going to show you who in your audience actually is like tuned in is super important. And I think everybody should be doing that. People are more inclined to listen to you say, hey, click the link in my bio or hey, check out this freebie or hey, check out the sale that we have coming up um, than you not saying it, you know, so get familiar and get in the habit of saying that because it's super important that that should be like the last one of the last things that you always say to people is here, check out what I've got going on or click here or do anything in relation to that because we're all businesses at the end of the day. And if we don't tell people that we've got things going on or where to click or where to drive them, they're never going to know. So like having that call to action is super, super important. Um, and last but not least, I would definitely say, uh, I mean, there's tons of things I could definitely go on to, but I think when people are creating any source, any type of video, any sorts of video, um, don't get so caught up in like the, in the messing up aspect of it. I know tons of people and myself included, where I'll put out content and I'll have a little, you know, slip up in my conversation and I'll be like, oh my God, I can't put that out. Or, oh my God, I have to start again. Uh, don't, don't get so caught up in that. Like you're okay. To, it's okay to mess up on camera. It's okay to like accidentally say something that's wrong. Um, you can leave it in if you want, or you can edit it out. You know what I mean? Like there's so much magic in the editing process that I tell people. It's like, don't get so caught up and saying everything right in the first gate like if you have to break down what it is that you're saying then do that but also know if you mess up and what it is that you're saying you can continue you can you can go on you can keep talking or you can pause for a little bit and then know that you're going to edit out that part and then go into the next point it's it's not it's not too much it's not too much rocket science at that point like i think it's super important that you just keep going like i just keep telling people just keep going keep creating keep showing up because mess ups, stumbles, all that, all that's going to happen. We've all been there, literally. So it's like nobody is expecting you to be this perfect person on camera. No one's expecting you to be this like perfect creator, perfect business owner in anything. Having the mess ups, being vulnerable about it, laughing about it, or just moving on to the next thing is like the most real thing that you can do. And so don't get so caught up in that. Edit it out or just kind of leave it in. Um, but just keep at it. Just keep going. And again, practice makes perfect, right? So if you keep talking about your points, if you're familiar with this topic, and now you're just kind of talking about it again, like, you'll know, okay, I messed up here, maybe I need to reward it in a different way that makes more sense and feels just a lot more natural. You know, earlier, you were talking about call to action, the importance of, you know, sharing your call to action. And I think that many people are afraid of being too salesy. Is there such a thing of too much promotion? Uh, no, I think here's the thing. You have to be clever with your promotion, right? Like, I don't think you like, you shouldn't have to tell people all the time to buy from you, right? Like, and, and, and literally say like, Hey, buy from me right now, because that's going to come off really salesy. But I think the conversation of talking about your business and promoting and all the exciting things that you have going on, you should never feel ashamed of doing that. And there's never like, there's never not a time for you to do that. You know what I mean? Like whether you're showing us the behind the scenes of your business, whether you're talking about the promotions you have coming up, maybe you're kind of taking us a day in the life as an entrepreneur and what that looks like. Like, again, these are all different types of ideas that I'm talking about because there's so many other dope ways that you can go out and talk about what it is that you do, 
share your business, promote your business in ways that doesn't necessarily feel salesy. I talk about my membership like all the time, whether I'm talking about, you know, the topics that we have, whether I'm talking about the masterclass host that we have for the next month, whether I'm saying, hey, we've got a Christmas party coming up and I'm planning for it, like all these exciting things. This is literally what I am that I'm just telling people verbatim. And I'm not necessarily saying, you know, hey, you know, buy the membership or do this. I'm literally just saying, hey, if you want to know what we got going on, if you want to be a part of it, become a member, join. And I'm not ever saying it in a way that's going to make people feel uncomfortable or anything. And I'm, and I'm also not saying it in a way that's going to make me feel uncomfortable. I just really want to let people know, like, look, we got a lot of things going on here. And if you want to be a part of that, if you want to be part of the community, then I want you to be a part of the community as well, too. You know, and it's it's so much more than saying, like, I don't want to promote my business or I don't want to feel too salesy. Like we live in a very capitalistic, capitalistic society where everybody is selling something. Everybody mm -hmm. is selling something, whether they're selling products, whether they're selling a lifestyle, whether they're selling a service, like everybody's selling something. You just have to say to yourself, you know, how do I want to go about selling it? You know what I mean? Do I want to do it in a very obvious, very kind of like, you know, maybe cheesy way? Do I want to do it in a way that's a lot more clever and a lot more exciting? And that makes people want to know more about me and what I got going on. And so you got to say to yourself with whatever I have, whether it be a product or a service, how do I want to talk about my business in a way that's going to be exciting and fun? And I'm not saying for you, if you're sitting here and probably listening to this and saying like, my business is not exciting and it's not fun then you really got to like think outside of what it is and stop focusing so much about like the product itself or the service itself and start peeling back the layers. Why did you get into this in the first place? Who is this exactly for? Do you have a client success story or a learning, you know, a learning uh, curve or something like that that's going to be valuable for the next person? You know, I think it's so important that we stop focusing so much on like what everything is like, physical wise and start like thinking about things on like a bigger scale and how whatever it is that you're providing out there is going to change somebody's life or like transform their life in a way that's exciting and fun and that's just going to be different than what they have going on right now mm -hmm. um so i want to go back to something you were mentioning earlier you say that when you started you know recording videos you didn't have the high-tech Uh, equipment to shoot your videos. Um, and I was wondering, you know, for someone who's just starting out, what is the most basic equipment that is needed to start recording videos? Yeah, I mean, honestly, these are like the top things that I would honestly probably say to anybody that's looking to start creating videos for their brand like today. Um, definitely, you know, using your phone. I don't think you need to have some sort of high tech camera or anything in relation to that. Now, what I will okay. say is if you are going to be using your phone for videos, I honestly think having an iPhone is probably the best way that you can go only just because it is such a high quality camera that literally is on par with like other high tech cameras that are way more expensive than, a, than an iPhone. And I know iPhones are quite expensive, but look at this as an investment in your business where you are investing in better quality content because you know that's what other people are going to be, you know, a, appealed by. Like a lot of people are going to, to resonate with that high quality content. So having your phone and just getting that set up and ready to go. Um, lighting is also super important to have as well too. Like having, whether you're getting artificial light, Or whether you're getting natural light. Like I have 
a ring light because I live in a basement and I don't have any source of natural lighting, which is why I have one. But mm -hmm. I think it's super important that you figure out where in your house, where in your room, anything that you can get a really good sense of lighting, natural, artificial, and like post up and like have that be like your main space where you create your content. Um, and then last but not least, um, I think it's super important as well that you should have some really great apps um, to really get yourself started. These are all free apps that I'm going to mention here, but of course have, you know, paid features if you want other features as well. Um, Canva, which is like, you know, one of my faves. It's the best. You can make anything literally uh, thumbnails to graphics to logos, anything in relation to that. Uh, Lightroom is a really great one as well um, for any sort of photo editing as well too. I know, I, I believe they have a video component. I could be wrong about that, but uh, Lightroom is probably one of the best as well, just to kind of get yourself started. Um, InShot, which is like one of my favorite apps for editing video content. You can also edit photos in there as well too. Um, and of course, um, for captioning, um, veed.io uh, which is an incredible website where it transcribes your audio into captions so you can create your video content and it's like good to go and then it transcribes it for you you can edit the captions so they're exactly the way that you particularly want um, yeah, and the, the subtitles itself are specifically like the way that you want. Um, and mixed captions, which is another one as well, which again, does the exact same thing transcribes your audio for you into specific subtitles. Um, because it's 2020, it's going to be 2021 soon, super important for you to have accessible content. Like there are people who, again, like I said, are not listening to your content with the sound on. There's also a lot of people who are also deaf. And I had quite a few people that actually came to me and said, I commend you for having captions on your videos because not a lot of people do. Not a lot of people have captions. Not a lot of people, you know, take the extra step to do that. And for me, I never want anybody to ever feel like the content that I'm putting out is not accessible to them. Like I want everybody to say to themselves, wow, I saw that video from you and it was perfect. The captions were there, the lighting was excellent, the way that you were you know, putting out the message was great. And so I've always been about captions, I've always been about going the extra mile to do that. And so highly suggest that you should be doing that as well for your content. It is an extra step, but again, we have to put out on-brand quality content because you never know who's coming onto your page for the first time and seeing your content out there, you want to put your best foot forward. Mm -hmm. Makes a lot of sense. Um, listen, we, we're coming to the end of this interview, uh, but before ending, I wanted to ask you a last question. We've been talking a lot about video marketing, but obviously you're an entrepreneur and you've been in business for not such a long time. So I thought it was perfect for you to share your most important tips for solo entrepreneurs who are growing their businesses during this pandemic. Um, first off is, you know, just start and keep figuring it out because at every point you're going to have something that's going to come up in your way that you're thinking, oh my God, like, I don't know how I'm going to continue. You just have to keep figuring it out because no one is going to come to you and say, look, here's how you, here's the blueprint. You know, here's how you be successful. Here's how you make money. You got to figure that all out by yourself. You can have people who you can tap into, mentors, um, other business owners that have been doing this for quite some time. Um, but I think it's important, again, that you you start. You start and you figure it out because this is literally like being an entrepreneur is literally about what can you consistently keep doing to keep bettering your business and keep showing up and keep putting yourself out there. There's no such thing as being comfortable in this space. So you have to know that 
if I don't put myself out there, if I don't at least start, like I'm already out of the game already, or I'm not even in the game. So I got to start, I got to keep figuring it out. Second to that is not try like trying not to get so caught up in what everybody else is doing. I know it's very easy to do that because of social media, but try not to get caught up because everybody's at different stages in their lives. Everybody's in, at different stages in entrepreneurship. Um, I know for me, like I can just be honest, like I get caught up in what other people do in my niche all the time because I'm not the only person talking about video or Instagram or social media or business. Like everybody's talking about the same thing. So I have to say to myself, like, I can't get caught up in what they're doing because they've already been doing this for five years. They've already been doing it for 10 years. They already have the connections that they need. They just got their, you know, they just got what they got over there, right? What I have over here is myself trying to build something, you know, brick by brick and, you know, doing it on my own essentially as much as I can. So try not to get so caught up in what everybody else is doing because everybody's at different stages of entrepreneurship and in business. Um, Again, Something that I've reiterated throughout this entire podcast is creating a business about things that you actually like and that you're passionate about um, and that you actually enjoy before you ever start making any money from it. Because I'm telling you, if you're doing this only for money, it's not going to feel valuable at the end of the day. It's not going to make you feel fulfilled, right? We All of us can get money if we really want to, you know what I mean? But it's so much more than that, you know what I mean? When you're starting something and building something from the ground up and something that's particularly coming from you, your heart and soul and energy... You have to be passionate about it. You have to understand your why. You have to know that the vision is bigger than me. So I need to be I need to be able to keep pouring into this as much as I can before I start making any sort of money out of it as well because if I only make this about money, then I'm never going to feel fulfilled doing about it. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm never going to feel fulfilled doing it because money Money is money, right? Like, well, we're we're all smart people here. We most likely have some sort of education or experience in something where we're able to do that. But again, it's it's more than just the money. And so you have to be passionate about what it is that you're doing. So realistically, if you're getting a lot of money or maybe you're not getting a lot of money in the beginning, that you still feel good about it. And you know that you can consistently keep going at it and then slowly but surely start building, you know, start building your coins up even more. Um Second to that as well, too, um, using all the free resources you can before you go out and pay for all the things. I am somebody who knows this because I did it. Like, I thought I had to have all the things. I thought I needed to have all this and that. And I realized it really had nothing to do about that. You know, there's so many things out there in the world for us to buy and so on. But use all the free resources you can. There are so many. There are literally so many. Instagram is literally that resource as well. There are so many people that can learn about video just by coming onto my page. Literally, before they pay me, before they go into a membership, before they can do anything, you can learn about video through my page if you want to and how you can better yourself, what apps you can use, you know, how to build trust on social media, um, how to use video to sell your products and services. All these videos are on my page right now if you want to go find out exactly how to do this for you before we ever jump on a one-on-one or before you ever join my membership or anything. So know that there's tons of resources. There's Google, there's YouTube, there's other creators as well that are probably doing things that you want to do. So tap into, again, what they are doing and utilize as much as you can and then make the decision to pay them if you're looking for something more in depth. You know, that's what we really need. And same thing with tools. You know, if you don't necessarily need a ring light in the beginning, don't feel the need to get a ring light. You know, like if you don't necessarily need the high tech camera, don't get it. Work towards that and know that like there are tons of things you can do right here, right now 
that can propel you to where it is that you need to go so that you can get to wherever it is that you need to go. Um, and last but not least, um, so important to listen to your community and build relationships with them as well too. Um, and, and grow your email list as well. Like that's lit. I put it all in one. I know it's like quite a few points, but listen to your community, tap into the people that are showing up for you on a daily, build relationships with these people as well, because I know for a lot of people, they just seem like followers, but these are real people. These are people who are showing up for you at every point, every day, commenting, liking, DMing you, all that. So listen to them, build with them, have something meaningful. And then of course, build a e- build your email list, which is pretty much what I'm saying is build something where they don't, you're not only connecting with your audience through Instagram. Like I think it's so important that you, yes, have the ecosystem use Instagram as a place to connect with people. But eventually your goal is to now take those people off of this platform that you don't own and actually start building something with them so that they are your, you know, they're your community member, they're your audience, they're your client for life. You know what I mean? That's what we're really trying to do. And so if you are just looking to be in this for a quick cash grab, it's it's not going to work. You know what I mean? Especially if you're looking to try to just you know, make some money. And again, if maybe if you are, that's okay. But you have to be honest about what it is that you want, right? Like if you're going to start a business, start a business with your whole chest. If you're just kind of looking to make some money here and there, that's different. But for those looking to start, you know, an actual business and build something with longevity, super important for you to tap into the people that are showing up for you, your community, building with them. Um, and then, like I said, growing that email list and start actually building those contacts. So you have them outside of, you know, social media and whatnot. Yes, I love that, that last point because I always say, you know, you don't want followers. You actually want fans, like real fans that will connect with you. And once you're going to start selling something that makes sense for them, they're just going to go after it. And also they will be the one who will be talking about your business. That's what you want fans, not just followers. Yeah, exactly. You want people to to be your biggest cheerleaders when you're not in the room. That's literally exactly. what you want. You want people to sing your high praises when you're not in the room. And you also need to know that you should be doing that for other people as well. You know what I mean? And that only comes from you connecting with people yes. as much as you can and start being that, you know, liaison for a lot of people that really just, you know, need that alley-oop every now and again. And I'm really blessed that I've been able to, you know, connect with tons of people across the interwebs and connect people to other people, you know, get, you know, put money in people's pockets here and there, you know, with other jobs and so on. And I'm just happy. I'm happy we're all eating. You know what I mean? Like this pandemic is, it's tough for a lot of people. And if I can be somebody who can recommend somebody to somebody or refer or say, hey, I know this person who would be perfect for this job and have them reach out in a workout, then that makes me happy and that makes me fulfilled at the end of the day. And we can only do that, like I said, from actually building, you know, building these quality relationships. True that. Well, Nia, thank you so much for taking the time to answer my questions. So before leaving, would you mind uh, telling my audience where they could find you? Yeah. So you can actually find me um, on Instagram at Socially Savvy Nia. Um, You can also follow our membership Instagram at Socially Savvy as well. Um, And just know that this is truly the place where we can connect and build. And so if you're about connecting and building and learning about video and social media and just like how you can go ahead and just level up your business altogether slide in my DMs. Let's talk and let's get this money. (laughs) Amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you, Erica. Appreciate it. Well, guys, that's it for today's episode. I wish you happy holidays and I can't wait to talk to you in 2021. 